Hello, friends, and welcome to The Corporation, the podcast that's too fun to fail. Each episode, we speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the global conglomerate that operates everything from offshore oil rigs to fast food restaurants to Hollywood studios, and we celebrate the people who make HCM so successful. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfell. Let's get into it. Our first guest is the regional manager of Windfall Dairy Industrial Corporation, one of the largest farm management and animal product distribution conglomerates in the contiguous United States. She's also an author, having written the book, The New Food Pyramid, A Restructuring of Conventional Dietary Norms. Please welcome Trinity Burberry. Thank you, Dean. I'm pretty excited to be here. Glad you got my book title out right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I try to get the details right with my guests, and it's exciting to have you here. So I want to talk a little bit about what your job is out there in the mm-hmm. farming world. It's very exciting. It is exciting. And uh, what you need to know is that uh, the cows we work with are just as important as the people that we work with. Of course. And I can't have anybody out there thinking otherwise. Of course. Why would they? I mean, I know there's a lot of naysayers and a lot of trolls online talking about the the size of the space that a dairy cow or a beef cow needs. Is that what they're called? Beef cows? Uh, yes. Beef cows, um, lady cows. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're all different genders of cows, all different. Is beef a gender? Sti- is beef a... In, is beef a cow gender? We usually refer to it as beef if it's a, a male cow. I see. And female if it's dairy or dairy if it's female? Female if it's dairy. I see. Okay. You'll just have to bear with me because I'm at... Uh, all I know is what I pull off the shelf when I go to the grocery store. <laughs> and I pull off 2% milk and put it on my cereal by myself in the morning in my studio apartment. So... I just want to ask a little about, you're a regional manager, which means you probably you probably go from farm to farm. and I, I do do my fair share of bopping from farm to farm. Um, mm. I like to experience what the cows experience on their uh, journeys. What, uh, what types of things do you do to experience what cows experience? Uh, we usually put them in the front seat, give them a whole vantage point. And See, this is so interesting to me yes. because at... I was thinking when you first, uh, you were saying, I like to experience what the cows experience, that you might put yourself in their shoes, but it seems like you're actually putting them in yours by putting them in the front seat of your car um, and driving them around. I, I'm not going to lie. I I know what you're alluding to. Um, oh, I'm... Uh, the photo. The fo- that photo. Oh, well, I didn't want to bring it up. Um, I, I Let's clear the air. Okay, Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there is a photo of me and a cow riding in a van mm-hmm. together and and the and the cow is inexplicably in the driver's seat and this was taken by a, a, a camera over an intersection um, you know the ones that they catch speeders with and so it's very clear in the photo that the cow is the one behind the steering wheel and you're in the passenger seat so uh, this is your chance to clear the air and explain what was happening, if you want to. I, I don't want I to pressure no, you. No, I want sure. to. I want to. It's just it's emotional for me. Mm, I'm sure. Um, that cow and I, that was a beef cow, and mm. so a, that a, cow, a boy. So a boy. It was a boy cow, a boy and I knew he would not be producing milk that day. That day. <laughs> it's possible that the beef cows have certain days. When they produce milk. But that's not the point. This particular beef cow, he looked me in the eye before we were about to get in the van. 
and he bore into my soul, and then I, I it, it's possible. I have no idea what you're about to say next, and I'm on the edge of my seat. I will tell you that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just admit it. Um, he was convinced by my beauty to drive me to a motel. Oh no! Oh that! Oh, so you inferred from a look that the boy cow gave you, beef cow, the beef cow, that he was so uh, enamored of you and your wiles that he needed to be in the driver's seat in order to drive you to a motel and have his way with you. We got to the motel, and mm-hmm. I, what happened at the motel is it's not appropriate for I'm listeners. not interested in, uh, you know, uh, obviously opening up that wound. Um, Thank you. Uh, I want to real quickly, um, before we bring on our second guest, ask you about your book, uh, mm. The New Food Pyramid, A Restructuring of Conventional Dietary Norms. And it's, it's my understanding that you've sort of turned the old uh, food pyramid that we know and love uh, upside down and inside out. And I, I'm just wondering Absolutely. what the tenets of your food pyramid based on your research in the dairy industry and the meat industry uh, has yielded. In fact, um, it's no longer a pyramid. It's a circle. And we've uh, filled the entirety of the circle minus one sliver with um, dairy. We have done multiple studies and it is without a doubt that the more dairy you eat, the more likely you are to participate. Participate in... As it, the human experience? Exactly. Participate mm. in, in, the, in the human experience, participate in your relationships, participate at work. It motivates you. Okay. So uh, what we're talking about is not so much a, a physical, physiological, or biological health circle, so much as a participation circle. Absolutely. Um, wow. It's, it's, so we, you, yeah. can, you can make your diet um, optimized for uh, doing things. In life, yeah, and not not doing things. I mean, I'm going to ask you a question, Dean. What is the number one thing holding you back from accomplishing your dreams? Um, that's a really good question. Yeah, there. it's motivation. Okay, is it? It's motivation. How many people uh-huh. do you know that want to do something and they just can't get themselves out of bed? Sure. Oh, we all have problems with motivation. In- incorporate dairy into your life. See what happens. Is that so? Every meal. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Absolutely. And I'm wondering, um, I think, as our listeners are, what that other sliver is in the circle. Um, We have also noticed that um, the human body does need just a little bit of salt. That's true. I know that that's true. Yes. We can't survive without it physically. Absolutely. Okay. so, So heed that call, listeners, and get yourself some dairy and a little bit of salt and get yourself up off the couch. And with that, we're going to turn to our other second guest here. Our second guest is the creator and host of Bang Safely, the wildly popular children's television program on Guns Plus, the streaming service for gun owners and gun enthusiasts. His character, uh, Good Guy Gus, teaches young people about responsible self-protection through fun games and silly songs. Please welcome Gus Gransom. Hello, Gus. Good to be here, Dan. Uh, It's great to have you. Now, I think this is just so interesting. And of course, we're going to open it up uh, here as well to Trinity, and she can pop in here and ask questions of Gus as well. This is all a big conversation. Uh, Gus, how did you come up with the idea for this uh, innovative show for youngsters? Uh, Well, I live a very simple philosophy. The only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a toddler with a gun okay uh, so, oh, you so you're starting me on taking the old uh the old good guy with a gun thing and t- good guy i've never heard that 
No. Do I die with a gun? You're you talking about me? Do I die just is the name. Yeah, that's uh, your character's name on the children's television program. But I figured yes. that that was a that was an allusion to a good guy with a gun. But you made up this uh, this phrase. Uh, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a toddler with a gun. Yeah, that is trademarked. Uh, every time you say that, I do get paid. So thank you for that. Oh, absolutely. We'll try to say it a few more times in this interview. Maybe get uh, get you hooked up here. Thank so you. Um, so you you're. Uh, you're an advocate, uh, a strong, staunch advocate of putting uh, guns in the hands of children as early as possible. Why is that? 100%. Just because I believe you need to start them young if you want them to know what they're going to do with the gun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to bring up any bad memories or you said he didn't want to talk about it, but Tiffany here, you were saying that uh, I don't know names good. I just know guns and kids. Uh, You you said that you and the, the beef cow... You, there was a little romp in the motel. Now, do you have a gun? Uh, no, I I don't carry one. That's your problem right there. If you've been started yawn with a gun, that cow never would have gotten the, the hoof on you. It was completely consensual, and I still stand Okay, well, either way, guns kind of spice up the bedroom, I find. So it would have been cool if you had one. Right, okay. And uh, I know that you have a cast of about eight children who are on the show with you, mm-hmm. and uh, and you play games, and you uh, and you do things. Uh, how, how, uh, how is it working with those children, and, and how, do you, how, do, how, do you, uh, how do you find kids that want to be on a show like that? It's a blast. I take them. Uh, you take you them? Just, yeah, you, gotta, you see a kid in public, you're like, hey, it's a pretty cool kid, you take them. Oh, uh, it's pretty easy because more often than not, and this is my point, mm-hmm. the parent, see, I have a gun. Uh-huh. Right. So I get what I want is pretty much what I'm saying. The parents often don't have guns, never heard of the show, don't okay. know who I am. Mm-hmm. The kids are crying. And then I, they, in, I eventually. In that scenario, wouldn't you be uh, technically the bad guy with the gun as you are kidnapping I don't, children. I don't see that. I and no one has ever point. stood up to you. No toddler or adult has ever stood up to you and said, I'm a good guy with a gun and I'm keeping my child. That's see, never- that's what I want. I think in the future, it'll be hard to do this. But my mm-hmm. show is teaching, you know, the new generation that people can't take your kids. You got to right, have a gun. Right, right. Too many people are losing their kids because they didn't have a gun on them. Mm-hmm. When and the I would like to say real quick while I'm on the air, just thank you to Sarah and John Greensfield of uh, Northern Massachusetts. They gave me their kid willingly, and that was very nice. Oh, they were excellent. a big fan of the show. Nice. They had a gun, but they respected the art, and they handed Timmy right over. So thank you, you guys. That was oh, wow. that was nice of them. Well, it must be nice for you also to have at least one willing child on the show well no see the child did not want to come it was the parents were totally on board so it's it is hard the first couple episodes each season are pretty rough but the kids eventually calm down i binged the whole season i gotta say it's really interesting to watch the emotional arc of the children during the show Mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't take away gun safety you at least see quite an arc of the kids they come around (laughs) that's true that's true now i know you rewrite all your own songs on Mm -hmm. the show and i want (laughs) to I'm not going to ask you to sing them here because I know you don't have your guitar mm-hmm. unless you want to. But I know you've got a few. I'm just going to list off a couple of these titles and maybe you can tell me a little about, about which what they're about and what you're trying to teach the children with them. Uh, uh, the one that I love that was a real a real toe tapper to me was Take the Safety Off. Mm-hmm. Um, That's love because that one. more often than not, an intruder breaks into your house. You go and get the gun. Mm. Safety's on. In the moment, you don't remember how to take that safety off. Right. There's an intruder in the kitchen. Yep. You, if the safety was already off, the gun would be primed and ready to go. It's just, it's a safer way to live. That's a, that's the Boy Scouts right there. Be prepared, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was kicked out of Boy Scouts. You were. Yeah. They don't, allow, they don't allow guns. Oh, so you've had guns all the way back to Boy Scouts. Yeah. I was 
this is a little behind the scenes. I was a child with a gun from a very young age. And I think that's how I, my life is, how do I put this? Perfect. And I think that if more kids at young ages had guns, their lives would be perfect too. And I want to see a perfect America. And I think kids with guns is, I mean, I don't want to say an ideal future, but it's the only future I see. That's excellent. And I mean, that's the future that you paint with uh, with your show and with the whole Guns Plus Network. The whole family of shows over there is really working to achieve that. How do you respond to, um, you know, there are all sorts of scientific studies that say that if there's a gun in the household and someone breaks in, that there's a greater chance that so, you know, you've heard the argument, right? That mm-hmm. the the owner of the house or their children will be the ones to be injured or killed. Why do you respond to that? Uh, well, a lot of times people send me articles about that. And to be frank with you, I don't know how to read. So I just kind of, it means nothing wow. to me. Um, wow. You know, I can't believe everything people tell you. So I think that's, I think that's a so total not, lie. So not and, nothing, not a single word, huh? Uh uh, you don't know how to read a single <laughs> no English word. That's at all. I know gun and I know dust. That's only because they're one letter different. They're both pretty easy to get. Okay, so you've got a basic uh, four letter vocabulary. Uh, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any combination of G, U, S, and N, I understand. Guns is easy too. I know how to guns is a good word. Well, you could spell. You could also spell son. Wow, like a child. Um. Well, snug. Oh, there we go. Uh, we got a language nerd over here. Uh, Trinity is uh, popping back into the conversation. I totally forgot you were here. I am mostly <laughs> blind. That was a gun accident in season one. Um, I remember so, that season, and yeah. it was very disturbing, and the and children seemed to really react to the it. The producers don't like a blind gun advocate handling weapons around children on live television, but I think... You know what? If the producers can't handle a blind, <laughs> illiterate kidna- kidnapper running a gun show on their show, they should fire you, right? And they haven't done that yeah, yet. Good luck. Okay. What about the song, What Was That Noise Downstairs? So that is actually... I love Many that people one. who... for Your first listen through... It's one of those songs where every time you hear it, you learn something new. Yeah. And yeah. based on the title, people think it's about an intruder breaking into your house. Mm-hmm. You're upstairs. It's actually a song from the perspective of the parents asleep upstairs. Mm. And the child downstairs with a gun stopping the intruder okay so the noise okay. was the gun was the gun going off and the toddler saving the family mm-hmm. from the intruder and i'll be honest a lot of toddlers cry when they fire that it's a loud noise they get mm-hmm. thrown back quite a ways sure it's real, oh yeah it's, well that's that's why you put the gym mats on this on the walls right yes yeah and that's why i i also with every gun sale i make we do sell them on 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 live television mm. i throw in a couple gym mats just because you you know i mean safety first you know Safe. Bang safely. safely. Absolutely. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, uh, Trinity? Uh, are, are you have any questions for our guest? Or I'm quite impressed. Um, I myself never thought I would be a gun owner, and I, I have seen your program. I just I didn't realize a woman a woman of my age could still access a gun. I you are a little old. This is, I think, guns. I don't think that it's children should have guns. I think only children should have guns. Oh, really? Okay. That, until yeah. well, until they mature. It's if. Basically, you can't start owning a gun as an adult. That That's you won't what know I what got, to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, like it's like picking s- up a language. Yes, because yeah. much like you see the cows like their people. I, I, in a weird way, I see children as people. That's and, so. Oh. And I think that those those are just tiny little people. I mean, if we have any common ground here, it's that both of my guests today have put things in their car and driven away with them. 
that did not belong to them. And without a doubt, without a doubt. And so you're saying that children mm-hmm. are people too, just like she's saying cows are people too. Mm-hmm. It's so, uh, that's why I love this show. It just brings people together and it makes people from different worlds really get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really appreciate that. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm going to open, widen, broaden my sexual experiences to possibly include other species are, if they are they're consenting that that's the thing I, and they, i'm definitely going to get myself a toddler mm-hmm. but not for the sexual stuff no okay not yeah, at all the but producers what I, see, are very adamant on no no that. no what i was going to say was i was going to get myself a gun and then i realized well i'm an adult and by mm-hmm. and yeah. you're saying i can't p- so what i really need is a toddler to ha- have a gun to protect my home yes. and so i'll just i'll need to find one mm-hmm. um but I'm sure you know the places. Farmers markets, mm, Great yes. Escape, uh, family-oriented right. activities. Uh, absolutely. Um, well, maybe we could. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. But uh, but maybe it just a, a bar of stand oh, your ground would, I would be love just it. like I, I'm such a fan, oh, and I'm just yeah. Uh, maybe just like a little taste of how for our listeners just okay i don't send them over to guns plus and put put (laughs) down your 14.99 on guns plus because it's absolutely worth it for just this moment right here just these a little i'll do a little taste Mm. shoot the intruder every round don't come in just stand your ground ground. yeah Yeah. it's it's so good it's so good just like the show yeah it is a 12 minute song so that's a very small snippet right right and there are so many verses and that's Mm -hmm. uh that's par for the course for you i mean you've got so many good rich Mm -hmm. lyrics and great ideas and And for someone who's you know never seen anything more than four letters in the english language before you're really good with words yeah oh i don't write my own songs um oh i thought oh no I think I think the words and someone else has to write them because I don't. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm over here, by the way. You're looking at the wall behind me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, um, all right. Well, this has been an absolute delight. I thank you both. Um, uh, this is about all the time we have for today on The Corporation. I want to thank my guests, uh, Trinity Burberry and, and Gus Grantham, also known as Good Guy Gus, for being with us today and, uh, and our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. As they say at HCM, we're interested in you. Cheers. The Corporation is a presentation of Unicow Media. This episode was recorded at the studios of Vermont Comedy Club. Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick. Trinity Burberry was played by Ricky Baker. And Gus Gransom was played by Jared Hall. Listen to new episodes of The Corporation every Tuesday on iTunes and Spotify. For more information about shows, classes, and other great stuff, visit vtcomedy.com. 